What's up, everybody? This is Trevor from the Say That Again podcast, and I wanted to mention ways that you can support us. Subscribing and sharing links on your social media is a great free way to support us. Because we are a small podcast and have very limited reach on social media, every additional mention and share of our links is a great contribution to us. You can find links to our podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Say That Again Podcast. And another way to support the podcast is by signing up to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bmgpodcast. Our Patreon page is currently the only way we can receive direct financial support from our listeners, and we have it set to the lowest monthly donation amount of $3, and the money goes directly to funding us. Patreon memberships will afford us the ability to increase our reach, track our performance, and increase the podcast quality overall. Right now, our Patreon page only has listener support features. However, in the future, we will add merchandise like hats and t-shirts and even do giveaways. Eventually, we'll start video streaming episodes to the Patreon, and you'll see updates about the podcast and have any notification of live events we may have in the Portland area. Please like our Facebook page, give us a follow on Instagram, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast app. Also, join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmgpodcast. And as always, enjoy the episode. All right. We are live. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> the After Christmas Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm alive. Yeah. This is the Say That Again Podcast. Yeah. 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 Say that again. We're going to have a good conversation tonight. Yeah. Talk about uh, talk about happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness, huh? Yeah. Good. Right on. Good at yeah. What's the word today? Pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. We talking about like Will Smith pursuit of happiness? Or no, we? we're not going to review the movie. No, <laughs> no was, it was kinda, a good movie. What kind of happiness are <laughs> you getting into? One of into? my favorite movies. Just on TV By far, yeah. one of my greatest. Yeah, it was a hands good down. One. I think favorite. I sent you. I think I think you showed up at my job one time with a with a with a lit one. One already raw hit me with one of those. Meet me on the corner, cut. Yeah, and I think I sent you the when your cousin shows up. Get the rolled up. He was walking through the crowd. He was so happy. I remember that. That's so funny. I pulled up the century. I remember that time. No, that was uh, another spot. Oh! Don't tell people. Don't, oh, don't, 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 give, them, don't, don't give them don't the give dossier. Them, don't, yeah. don't give them the location. Don't give them the, the full secret. dossier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Lay out You're that right. CV. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> when hey, if you know, you know. I know. Yep. I know yep. better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pursuit of happiness, huh? What we thinking? Great we, movie, man. Wanna, great movie, and what a movie. concept! Yeah, that's our be. that's our review right there. Huh? Yeah, thank yeah. you. That's, that's pursuit of happiness, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, no, 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 no. No, we're gonna talk about actual happiness. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think we'll start off with uh, kind of defining what happiness is. Yeah, for uh, who? Are we talking about the Webster's definition? Because we already know it's, no, that's a hard we'll, one to define. I think we'll just talk about what happiness is to us, and I think that'll kind of push us right into the conversation. Okay. Okay. Um, With you. Yeah. Wh- let's see. Who we want the Google go? term first? Yeah. Go ahead and go, yeah. Go ahead and give us the definition. It just says the state of being happy. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Sheesh. Damn. Uh, and, and then they have a, you know, people also ask, what is the true definition of happiness? And you get the happiness is that feeling that comes over you when, you know, life is good and you can't help but smile. It's the opposite of sadness. Happiness is a sense of well-being, joy, or contentment. When people are successful or safe or lucky, they feel happiness. No one ever complained about feeling too much happiness. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll just leave yep. that there. I'm not sure if I really 
agree or disagree. I mean, I just feel like that's some information. And thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's, a, it's not gossip. It's yeah, I looked up. I mean, I looked up happy, right? So feeling or showing pleasure, contentment, um, fortunate and convenient. So, um, yeah. <coughs> who who wants to who wants to peel the first layer off of the onion? Well, I feel like I'm I'm gonna kind of be a little indifferent, so I kind of want to go either second. Or yeah, I'm I I don't want to sound too cynical because I don't really put you know <laughs> I, I, we've already we've talked about this amongst yeah. ourselves, and I don't put a lot of credence on happiness just because I feel like happiness is so s- circumstantial. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. relative. It's you a very know, relative term. I, I, um, I, I want to feel all my emotions, you know, and uh, in the in the appropriate season. Yeah. Not yeah. that I discount happiness or I don't want to be happy. Of course I do. But I just like I said, man, uh, happiness is so r- relative and so circumstantial. And You know, the th- some, shit, some some things that make me happy make other people not so happy. So, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, shout out to the haters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hope you all get hemorrhoids and canker sores. Right. <laughs> um, so if I guess if we want to keep defining things, I kind of Googled uh, different types of happiness, and they say that there's four different types. The elements of happiness? What are the, uh, let me see, what is it? Bliss, ecstasy, uh, what are? Uh, so what? I'm assuming that's what those Euphoria. mean for mm-hmm. that, but that's not what these are. These look like some different ones. These might be like the root. Gotcha. They distinguish, distinguish from or Let's hear it. Uh, I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing this right, so I'm going to spell it first. L-A-E-T-U-S. L-A-E-T-U-S. Happiness from material objects. Well, run it again. What's the spelling again? L-A-E-T-U-S. Huh. Happiness level one, and I'm assuming this latest. Okay. Yeah, Happiness like from latest. material objects. Happiness level two, Felix, ego gratification. Mm. Happiness hmm. level three, B-E-A-T-I-T-U-D-O. What are you B- looking at? What is this? Yeah, where, This is some different stuff, man. Is Google is funny, but where the happiness from shit. doing good for others and making man, the world a better place. I consider myself to be a susquipedalian, and I don't know those words. What is it? What did you say about my mama? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the last one that you spelled with a B? B E A. T-I-T-U-D-O. Beatitudo? Oh, Beatitude. Beatitude. Yeah. Beatitudo? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, they put an O at the end, so I'm not sure if that's a typo. Okay, read the, run the definition for that one. Uh, the happiness from doing good for others and making the world External. a better place. Okay. And then happiness level four, um, sublime. Sublime Beatitudo. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate or perfect happiness. So that is uh, death, maybe? I don't know. Ultimate happiness. That, I mean, is that the, is that what they mean <laughs> by an honorable death? When yeah, they right. Gone. <laughs> fight on the battle. <laughs> Wait, so we live all this time to try to die in mm, honorable? That sounds death. like principalities. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. Um, hmm. Okay. Super. Now let's go ahead and deep dive into what we really think happiness is, because I'm googling. And the and, and how do we achieve it? How do we, I mean? What is that? What yeah, not probably. Yeah, what is the pursuit of happiness? Right. Right. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, Trevor, you started off. I think you'd probably be a good one. To, to a well-rounded one. Yeah, <laughs> Turn the blinker on. And yeah, well, like, go ahead and pop I don't off. know. I mean, some of the initial questions I was thinking about when, when we decided to talk about the pursuit of happiness was um, how important is 
happiness to you, right? And then also, how important is happiness in the short term, the long term? Like, it, you know, it, it, happiness is such a relative term. Okay, since it's this like is a drug, man. Happiness. I mean, it's not sustainable. I'm sorry, I I, I jumped in. You, 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 we agree with what we're we're saying. I was just gonna cut to the nitty gritty, and I was just gonna say, me as a my own speaking. Uh, when I think of happiness, I have to factor in everything. Yeah. First and foremost, what never changes, I'm a black man. Yeah. How much of being a black man eliminates certain factors of happiness off top, off rip, things that I'm going to have to deal with in life, society, different struggles, different hmm. upbringings and whatnot. What am I getting ready to suffer from coming out of the womb yeah. and just being black? Yeah. The black experience as it pertains to happiness with at, the concept. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I thought about it like that at first. Yeah. Then you go into the subtopics of happiness. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your personal life, your family, your relationships, your friends, your, your work life, your school, different things that you're a part of. Okay. Well, all those things have different emotions, different uh, outcomes, different outputs then you have to pri prioritize and compartmentalize, you know. Mm -hmm. But as a black man, if I'm already behind and I have to go through those same things and still process and do it, I'm still far removed from where I think happiness would be in a norm for others. If that, yeah. If that's... I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, I guess. Uh, I, I guess my question would be what what is happiness to you then, right? So happiness to you would mean that none of those existed. Uh, I would say happiness is a word that in my world right now might not mean what happiness means to others. Yeah, gotcha. You know, I, I think happiness to me might mean a little something different. Where it's a relative term, right? I mean, it, it's because it happiness yeah. is, happiness yeah. probably yeah. has a different. You got to you kind of got to win individual battles, and yeah, and yeah. and it's levels to happiness. You know what and, I mean? And, and like I think that's exactly. Where I, was going. Right? I could yeah. eat, I could eat a great enchilada and be happy <laughs> while I'm yeah, eating right. it, and There's, be sad as soon as the yeah. next day when I'm yeah. getting rid of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah, exactly. You know, I could have a great time and be happy all night drinking jungle juice with you guys, and then the next day not so happy about my choices the night before. Yeah, say so, that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were talking we were about just jungle talking juice about just it. That's why ago, we, so. before you got here, right yeah. before you came in. So, so. But, but but the look. But then there's the whole thing. It's kind of like money, right? You can have happiness and drive yourself crazy trying to maintain it, right? Yep. And that's a whole, that's a whole other ball game. It's yeah. like trying to corral the wind, you know? Yep. Yep. So, so in a sense, I guess that's more so what I'm trying to get at is really hard to it's more you have to put more energy into trying to figure out or fight for happiness in a world of a lot mm -hmm. than it would be to where and I'm not saying I'm emotionally turned off I feel I'm sympathetic you know what I mean I have empathy yeah. for what's going on around me and, and, and what I feel and whatnot, and I'm in tune with my emotions but I think when it comes to dealing with certain things no no different than another person being shot by the cops or yeah. uh, you know another shooting that's yeah. being related yeah it it's doesn't like it doesn't erase that the world exists certain right? things i'm already like my le my meter of where i'm going to go to it i think maybe it's not in the happy 
it, it sits right below happy and just below, you know. It's going to be tempered. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's not yep. to say that I don't have happy times or happy moments or, you know, happy victories or win yeah. the day or just have great days or great weeks and whatnot. But I think overall, there's people struggling. Yep. You know, I'm going through shit. You know, I have a father that's going through shit. I got, yeah. you know, family going through shit. I got, you know, different people that I know and love yep. going through different things where it's like, if I truly care and love them unconditionally, how can I truly be happy overall or even find happiness in the thought of doing that? Mm-hmm. If that, if that, no, that makes total sense. I, I yeah, I, I like that. I'm answer. tough, I mean, man. I'm, I'm, that's, yeah. that's a great answer, but I'm, I'm more, I learned that I'm a little stern, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I've been told I'm militant in a way. So I think the way I word things or articulate, it could be read wrong, but hopefully if y'all get what I'm saying, maybe you can, Look, yeah, man, you can be happy and you can you can have several emotions at the same time. Absolutely. You could be happy about, you know, one thing and in the midst of turmoil in other areas. Yep. Right. So, yep. mm-hmm. you know, I think I, I, I totally under identify with what you're saying, you okay. know, as far as that's concerned. I'm sure for you, I, I can only speculate watching your son play is probably a period yeah. is like a hap- oh, yeah. is happiness, a source, oh, yeah. a source of happiness, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I have a, I have a little thing about that, you know, a sense of pride or happiness just even just an hour ago, um, Amber and I were upstairs with Graham and we had a movie on some dinosaur movie or whatever, but the, the dad dinosaur in the movie, like saved his son and died and whatever, like, you know, got swept away by a river or something like that. And the son was all, all sad and everything. Why are they biting off the line? I swear we was, I was just about to say that, but I was sitting down, I was sitting down on the floor I was sitting down on the floor, and uh, and Amber and Graham were up on the couch, and Graham got off the couch and came down and hugged me. Oh man! And and I said, "Oh, are you sad, buddy?" And I was just like, "Oh, you know, I just had that." But what you know, does that, that say? Swelling. What does that pride. say? Like I was just like, "Oh my god!" That he understands. That he saw that. He grasped that. Yeah. What does that say? He saw that. I mean, that you know, that definitely gave me a feeling of happiness. Did you get some second, goosebumps? Oh, I just got a feeling, you know, I just got a sense of pride and I just mushy. gave him a kiss and then he got right back on the couch and sat next to Amber. It was just, you know, your heart, your so. heart broke yeah, the little, little bridge yeah, meter. Bit there, you know, t- hey, right? just a little, little, little yeah. wet. <laughs> what's, what's this water on my face? Perspiration? Is it raining in here? I've never sweat. Yeah. Is there a leak in here? But no. Okay. No, that's, yeah. a nice, that's a nice. That's a nice. It was great. That's was, definitely a cool moment. I yeah, it was great. I love. I love those moments. You know, little moments like that. Um, but uh, so let's see. So I guess so. L- l- let me get into. Um, Did Ryan you know, we, give his give a little bit of his take? We kind of both said a little bit. Yeah, let's hear. So, I guess Ryan, how important is happiness in the, in the short term? Uh, look, I'm not going to discount happiness anymore. Look, happiness is extremely important. You know, you want to be able to take any moment for what it is and experience mm-hmm. fully whatever that moment is to yeah. its ultimate potential. Uh, I just because I said happiness is so much circumstantial and so much beyond people's control, I just don't put the same credence that society puts on. Happiness. Okay. Yeah. Just for the simple fact. For me, what supersedes happiness is peace of mind. Yes. That's where I put my value. Gotcha. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's how I put my value on 
that's how I rate things in terms of how I'm able to take whatever is coming, whether it be happy, mm-hmm. sad, or whatever, yeah. or whatever, because... Does happiness like, stem from peace of mind? No. Not at all. Just asking. Yeah. No, not for me. Like yeah. I said. Yeah. Some, or not stem. It I, comes after peace of mind. I'll, I'll give you the perfect example. Like I told you last week, you could give me $5,000, and I could be extremely happy about you giving me that $5,000, and then I could walk outside and get mugged for that $5,000 and be extremely Please. unhappy about the same $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just not going to put that kind of credence on happiness. And then other people, it's just so much... Yeah. Uh, it's so much to weigh. Poison the well in terms of people yeah. making other people responsible for their happiness, and that yep. becomes weird. And then it's just like, who wants to be happy all the time? You right. know what I mean? It's Look, I, of course you want to be happy all the time, but if I walk in, if you walked in and said, hey, man, I just broke my toe, and I said, well, I'm happy to hear that, you're going to be kind of upset about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> nigga, why you always happy? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I want to be able to feel all my emotions, man. Can like, you see that? that? Dude's just bro, every time I see you, you always happy, bro. What the fuck is going on? What you <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, that you, now you fake. You just, you, you, are you phony or Can you, you fake? Right. fucking day every now and then? Look, bro. Nah, you'd you be happy to wait in line. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, Still, obviously, I want. I would much rather be happy. I would love to be happy all the time if it was right. genuine. Of course, yeah. it's just not realistic to do. I think to, that to comes be. later in life. If that's if that's gonna be a more normal thing, I think once you get into the realm of young adult to to about fifty to sixty, I think you're kind of in this phase of really you're juggling and balancing peace of mind, happiness and society because you are society you're either helping make society run or you're you're you know a, a, a calls into it you know why the society is going the other way maybe there's three stages of life right as you're growing up zero to 18 or maybe zero through college or something like that it's just the you're just observing you're observing the pursuit of happiness right mm-hmm. by the pursuit from i think that's when you're most college, happiest i college think that's when you're the happiest is Early, yeah, and we can get into that. I mean, you, you, I, I definitely a, have some uh, thoughts about that. I don't, I don't know about all of that. It's just you just. I have think you ever seen a kid get excited over a baseball bat? Or have, a piece you, of gum? have you ever seen a kid get excited over the wrapping paper that's wrapped around the gift <laughs> that you thought? <laughs> exactly. My brother, we say the same. <laughs> my thing. brother wrapped a wrapped a banana for Graham this weekend. Graham was so happy. You know, last yeah, week man. was so happy opening up that up that banana. He was like, "It's a banana," and he's like walking around <laughs> showing everybody. It was that's, hilarious. I think that, but. Look how adults think that's hilarious, but if a kid could truly articulate, why are you laughing about something that I'm truly, genuinely excited about? Yeah. Then we feel like good point. dicks and assholes. <laughs> no, but, you know, what I mean, but what I mean by but what I mean by like three stages, right? Because because so if you're talking about happiness, doesn't really come until you're till you're older, right? You're maybe you're done working or or whatever, right? I would say older or younger or. Maybe I think I'm gonna just stick with younger, man. Cause I just remember when I look at being younger, the things that gave me joy and fulfilled me, like just playing the drums in church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. would ever know. Do you think but, that would huh? give you joy and 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 make you happy right now? You go to church on Sunday and start playing the drums again. I think back then I didn't know what I was necessarily doing it so I was doing yeah. it from a sincere space. I think that's gotcha. that, what you that's really well said. Sincerity. I think I think A as you mature your priorities change, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, we evolve, we learn, right. unlearn. As you grow as you grow older, you have more responsibility so you start to get a better view of what the world has waiting up both sets of sleeves, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So you're 
your happiness is a little bit, it's like it's a little bit more of a balancing act than when you don't have any bills. And I'm talking in general. You yes. know what I mean? When you don't have yeah, any yeah. bills and your happiness comes in, oh, man, I touched the net today. You know what I mean? I was yep. able to jump and touch the net today, you know, or, or I touched the titty for hey. the first time. You know what I mean? All of it. I still I, get happy I, I, about I remember the titties. first time I dunked. Yeah, they, 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 I thought he was going to say I remember the first time I touched the titty. Oh, I, I, look, man, I'm, I'm not trying to be <laughs> know, silly about it. I know. I, know. I, I just think that as you're younger, I think you have less things to... You're less tainted. You're, you're, yeah, less, you're, you're, you're less jaded. You're less jaded. Yeah, uh, you're uh, unfettered. You're less unfettered. Stained or yeah. whatever the word yeah. is. So. Um, Used. <laughs> <laughs> another, question, another question I wrote down uh, was, is, do you feel that happiness is attainable without pursuit like if you don't have to pursue it and if you don't have to do anything to work towards being happy that comes back to you know situational uh, and circumstances absolutely because i could be sad right now and you could walk in and tell me some good news about something that's going on in your life and that will give me a moment of happiness right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah got you so no i don't think it has to like you said there's so many different ways and forms of happiness it mm-hmm. manifests itself in so many different ways and, and yeah you know i could be i could just be happy to be breathing that's yeah. that's really when you're in a yeah. in, in a in a, a zen- good state. yeah zen- but that's state that, that crosses over into that peace of mind piece yeah. that's why I, yeah. that's why i put so much weight on the peace of mind piece yep. right yep. but i mean maybe that is a, and that's a, important Maybe that is a level of achievement. You know what I mean? That is something that has to be worked that towards. That is an access that you have to access. And, and we've always, I think we all agree, uh, we are born with every tool yep. that we need to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. We just have to go through experiences and time, which gives us wisdom. And in turn, those access those tools to be able to be yep what we need to be yep. whatever we need to be. To pursue so, your happiness, I know where right? you're going to go from now. I'm, I'm sure that somewhere along the line you're going to talk about what purpose means and what its relevance well, is into your happiness yeah, as I it pertains to what you're talking about <laughs> in terms yeah. of successful. So what is success? Is success feeling, if you have a higher power, do you believe that you're here for a purpose? And mm-hmm. is success achieving or attaining that purpose? Mm-hmm. Or You know what I mean? So that yeah. gets into a whole nother. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I, you know, another another question because we already, you know, we, we said, what is happiness and now so now i want to talk talk about like what is pursuit right what is the meaning of pursuing happiness i think that's exercising uh your ability to discern between what can make you happy or what can make you not happy that and i think it's also about creating an environment for you to experience the most happiness and that's a part mm-hmm. of my exercising yes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so we know that some there's certain things that you do that are like the basics of the life you know what yeah. i mean uh, working out eating healthy these are things that are going to put you in the best position meditation yeah all of these types of yep. things right yep. but you know i think that Working hard and amassing money, you know what I mean? That's, money doesn't make people happy by mm-hmm. any means, but I think that you have more opportunity and option if you have some security, right? And you don't yep. have to worry about, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it removes I, tasks, right, from your day-to-day. Yeah, I mean, look, I enjoy certain tasks. I enjoy accomplishments, right? Definitely. But when you put yourself in a position, you know how it is like on a day when your house is clean, your errands are run, you got food in the refrigerator, 
those are the best days to just lay down and be like, ah, oh, that's when you can relax the most, right? Because yep. you don't have to worry about what what you're not doing. You don't have not to have a any care guilt. in the world. Yeah, it's like, man, my house is fresh and clean. I, I lit my aromatherapy candle. New linens you know? on the on the sheets on the bed and all that. All of the above. So it's kind of like, um, yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, going back to what I'm saying, I think it's just about creating an environment for you to be able to enjoy as much of your happiness unfettered. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No, I get that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay. That kind of leads right into what can inhibit, you know, your happiness or even your pursuit towards happiness, creating that. Like what, what do you, what do you see as uh, speed bumps on that road to depends on what type of person you that. are, right? Cause a lot of my happiness is external in terms of how the people that I care about are doing, are faring, right? Yeah. So if somebody, regardless of what I have, if, somebody I know and care about and love is struggling, that's going to, uh, you know, I'm going to have a feeling about yeah. that. It's not going to, I'm not going to say that it's going to um, obliterate my happiness or anything like that, but it's going to be a little bit harder to focus on my happiness while I'm worried about them, I, yeah. I, I would say, no, you know. That makes sense. Um, so there's that factor in terms yep. of a, fa- a happiness inhibitor. But again, it just goes back to what are your priorities and what makes you happy? Is your happiness wrapped up in superficiality and, and fleeting things, or is your happiness based on... Latest. You're right, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, look, yeah. there's certain things that make... Like, there's joy I get in being with loved ones, right? Absolutely. So, but I can't control somebody else's time. I can't control yeah. somebody else's interaction with me. You know what I mean? I can contribute. We can, I'm a part of the dynamic, but I can't control what they decide to do, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I guess a happiness inhibitor momentarily would be wanted to expect wanted to share happiness with somebody who de- who's not in the mood to share it with you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and and risk that. And yeah. risk that cuz some people can just ruin it. You know, yeah. if they don't want to get out of that. So I think, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with yeah. you on that one. External factors like that can can definitely inhibit it. Um, I yeah, want to be a and contributor and to, to, to my loved one's happiness. <coughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I always yeah. want to be a contributor. That's, to like, that's like love languages. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I definitely want to feed and, 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 and pour and water and, and see different things yep. that I feel if I care about you and I know what you want to do and be successful. Well, because that could bring you a higher level of happiness, right? Because you could be happy without everyone else maybe in your life or everyone else in the world um, being happy, right? Knowing that there's struggle in the world. If I never eat this man's food again and he fed 500 people and they could tell me the joy that they get, I'd just say... Welcome to the club. Because yeah. I, I was still there be happy. before you. I remember yeah. what it was before this. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you can't even speak to what I experienced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it was just a taste tester. When it might have been on the menu. You know yep. what I mean? When it was just in question. You know? And so yeah. it's, it's like that type of stuff. When you have the uh, access to somebody with that um, degree... That's something you don't take lightly. That, mm-hmm. that that comes with responsibility, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that I try to cherish and and, and value in high regard, wow. you know. And 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 it's no different. It, I mean, one of the most. I tell you why my life is beautiful with the people that I surrounded myself with. Every 
security guy that I've worked with, I've been in their wedding. Mm-hmm. Crazy. How do you think that makes me feel? Yeah. Being in the position that I was in, as long as I was in it, it's like I look at it from a bird's eye view as opposed to being in the moment sometimes. Sometimes you got to step outside of yourself. I try to just be outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And then when I make my decisions, it's based on the fact of what would others think of me? How would others want to perceive? Or what do they see in him? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to preach Jesus Christ for you to see God in me. Yeah. You can, you can get that just from my interactions, my everyday love. Yeah. My everyday. Isn't that more important? How you respect people. I think that's the biggest thing that we're missing in society. And I think that that's when we get back to those type of things that we don't see on paper and don't show up. Then I think that that's where happiness is not necessarily a word, but it's more of a feeling. It's more of a structure of a life Mm -hmm. and it's an action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Yep. Man, that's a, that's that's a lot of prof- that's pretty profound, man. That is. I, I understand the point of what that's you're saying, great. and thank you. Yeah, yeah. For, but for that, I remember saying that to Jason once. That uh, for somebody who doesn't, and I don't want to put him on blast. I don't know. I I I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say that. Forgive me if if it makes you uncomfortable or if I'm misunderstanding yeah. something, Jason. But I remember saying that to Jason for somebody who doesn't necessarily. Um, believe in jesus and that's the part i don't know if he does i I don't know if he did or he didn't at that time but Mm -hmm. for somebody who doesn't believe in jesus you sure do embody a lot of jesus-like qualities partner and i mean and i said that with a great deal of reverence you know and 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 the crazy thing he's not the only one of course and that's and that's what makes our group so unique right Mm -hmm. yeah and when we can look at the 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 makeup of our group and we look at what we think makes us happy i guarantee you all of those are different things but i guarantee you the one thing we would all have in common is the moments we share with each other mm-hmm. when you say man what were some of the happiest times it might have been when me and you were fucking dealing with shit all night yeah you know what i mean it might have been when me and you was pushing the truck you <laughs> know it might it might hit differently you know yeah. what i mean and so i think that that's where me, I try to focus on that, bro. Like, that's the stuff that I focus on in mental yeah. And so many yeah. things are just crystallizing in my mind as you even just made that statement because now I'm thinking about times that in the moment were not happy times. But in retrospect, thinking about overcoming and coming out of that to get to where you are, that's man. happiness. There, that's that there, pursuit. There's, there, there's, Tom, man, right? big, big That's time. that pursuit, pursuit, right? Yeah, I mean, man, that's a I retrospective. Mean, yeah. Uh, extra uh, lap pursuit, bro. That's when the late nights. When I think about times where I'm the most happy, it's it's when I know I'm making strides towards possibly, you know, contributing to maybe the happiness of my wife and kid, right? Or mm-hmm. or the happiness of my family or something like that, or the happiness of my friends, right? And so, um, you know, or even like like when I you know, when I bought the turkeys or whatever and you, and ha- and you cooked them up and everything like that made me happy, that made me happy yeah. right? That made me happy just being able to provide some meals to somebody else in a time where selfless, you man. know, a lot of people might not have that ability and not even not even for uh, recognition or anything like that. Just to just to know that maybe I could make somebody else happy for a second. And that's and that, you know, that brings me back to kind of that that pursuit aspect. Right. And and uh I don't know. I, I when I think back about times in my life when I when I felt when I feel happy, right? Times when I feel like I'm the most happy is is really when I'm 
when I'm pursuing something that is maybe meaningful or or purposeful towards some of the goals that maybe my wife and I have set for ourselves or that I've set to, you know, to leave something for my kids or leave something for my kids' kids, you know, something like that, right? Where I'm, I'm trying to, you know, plan out my future, plan out, um, you know, the happiness of my, of Grant and the hap, you know, or, or maybe future kids that we, we may have, you know, down the road or anything like that. And so, um, and that's a whole nother level of happiness when you got to look and, and think for others future and happiness. Yeah. Right. If I, if, if I can achieve that where I, where I, you know, I know that Graham and any other kids that I have are, uh, you know, are either, you know, taken care of or, or going to, you know, have a, have a, a head start maybe then I, or, and I know that maybe their kids will have a head start you like consider, that. Will you be, consider, you know, yeah, that's I might the pursuit. be able to, uh, that's, that's that, that pursuit, pursuit right? and that's that creating in that environment for you to be able to appreciate the happiness in the moments when you can. Right. Exactly. exactly. And that's creating and, and considering outside of yourself. And understanding yeah. your priorities, and like you don't, and understand your priorities. If, if you know, I, I know the type of man that you are. I know your family. I know you would lay down your life for your families, right? So you would make those sacrifices in order to put your 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 family members or your your offspring or your wife or whoever in a position to where they can experience. Be happy. Yeah. There you go. Be happy. You think that's right? something that should should not that it, it doesn't happen or hasn't happened in a way but I feel like maybe that's something that should kind of be taught amongst family or a book should be written you know just amongst your family develop some structure or guidelines or rules or bylaws amongst your family that this is what we're going to abide by as far as what we want to be happiness as far as we want to achieve and what we want for our future to come and this is what success looks like success could could be happiness, success could be health, success could be a couple different things, but ultimately, like you said, if you don't have peace of mind in any of that, happiness won't be the result. I, I love that concept. I mean, I, I love that concept because I think that, um, I think that what, I mean, what makes me happy, right, is, is, like as that, a man, is that meaning, that. right? That yeah. meaning, that purpose or whatever. And so, and, and so that's why, that's why I feel like you know, when I think back, the times that I am happy is when I'm pursuing that that meaning or that purpose, right? And and with what you're saying, where maybe just ha- having a a set of goals, a common set of goals within your family or your or your social circle or whatever, right, can maybe provide some meaning or some purpose to somebody that may not have necessarily a whole lot of meaning or purpose in their lives. And I think that could even bring them some sort of happiness too, especially if if they, if that person has has they never really had an opportunity, right? Has never really had an opportunity to maybe experience that, experience that, or even just make somebody else happy, and they might feel that and go, them. oh yeah. shit, yeah, this off. is this is something that I love. You know, it is an interesting concept in the manner in which you phrase that question because it goes back to the same thing for me creating an environment and an equipment. And you said the statement, you know, we've we've both said this, you know what I mean? You're born with the tools, but it's also a different when somebody, when your environment gives you additional Mm. tools, right? Because it takes a village. It does take a village. It does take a village. So, and it does take security, security and safety, right? 
and then all of that goes into the different ingredients of knowledge itself, right? Mm -hmm. So when you when you create an environment for, I'm, I think about a child, right? When you're mm -hmm. raising a child and you create an environment where that child is empowered to be themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And they can explore when you give them an opportunity to explore whatever it is that they, whether it be a tool in their hand, whether it be a pen and a pencil where they can create, where they can create art, where they can write, whether yeah. whatever it is, and give them that Express. You're giving them more equipment to where it's like, okay, in tumultuous times, you have an outlet to get to where you need to do, where you need to be, right? Yeah. And then in addition to that, you giving them you give them those empowerment pieces in terms of like you said financial literacy. These are things that aren't aren't necessarily taught, taught. in a practical way, Man. in a in but a way in an applicable so way. Crucial. How much of happiness is being in a state where the opposite of happiness doesn't have to affect you or doesn't have to touch you, right? So obviously you can eliminate some of the things that are your happiness inhibitors by putting yourself in a by putting yourself in a better position to where you don't have to entertain this, this mm -hmm. is something that you won't have to entertain where somebody else might have to entertain this, right? Yep. You know? That's and that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's an extra lap in the race towards happiness that they're going to have to run in their pursuit, right? Yep. That's another little road bump or speed bump that you don't even have to deal with. Ah. Now, the challenge for the individual is whether or not that becomes poison or whether that becomes privilege, you know what I mean? In terms of how they are, whether you take it for granted that I didn't have to deal with this. Yep. I don't have to deal with that. That's when you have to give them that equal dose of humility and relevance and understanding of where you are, how you got there. Yeah. And, you know, so I don't know. It's a, that's a heavy concept in terms of just that preparation piece. man. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that concept. I think that that's, that's important. And it's not, it's not, it doesn't seem to be practiced very often. Man, we Nowadays. know it's not practice. I mean, we know it's not well, practice. Well, it is. We I mean, I'm sure there there are families you, that you want to know families. Kind of you want to know there. families that are common in keeping that. Families whose fathers and mothers served in in military, you mm -hmm. know, or served where structure. Hey, man, I had to get up every day, and just go do push-ups. Yep. Because my dad was in the military for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Well. I didn't realize today just doing push-ups taught me to get up and be at work on time yeah. for my everyday job yeah. or taught me, I mean, the type of job you deal with, mm -hmm. numbers where you had to keep your laptop man, with you. sound like Mr. Miyagi, paint the fence, <laughs> man. Why am I painting this fence? <laughs> well, it is. I mean, I, you know, I, it's, it's funny because that can translate, uh, I mean, to so many different aspects of, of your upbringing and then back into how you are as a person, as an adult and everything, too. Because, right, like when I think about when I was in college and stuff like that and, and, and high, even in high school and everything, I would wake up very early every day and either have some sort of workout and then go to school mm -hmm. or, we, you know, or we'd be at a tournament or something like that. And so... Um, <coughs> You know, and now it's just natural for me to wake up early, and I have more of my day. I have, you know, a a, I have a couple hours every morning where I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about doing something for Amber. I don't have to worry about taking care of Graham. I just it's listen. Just I just listen for him on the monitor. I can read a book. I can come out here and do yoga. I can sit sit inside, drink coffee, and stretch. You know, I, I do just certain things. I mean, this morning I wrote you an email, right. a, a, a long email. And yeah. I had a chance to do that because I was, 
I was awake and and, and up early yeah. before anybody Six, else in the house. Six thirty-eight, man. Okay, so is that when I sent you that email? Six thirty-eight. Yeah, I know, man. You sent a text this morning, and I was really, <laughs> I was like, kind of like, okay, partner, man. Like, oh, was that the? Uh, was that I don't us? know what it was, it was man. They, I, I was upset. <laughs> I uh, hit him with the drag. Yeah. Asked me how I feel. I'm upset. Must be why you didn't answer. Check this out, though. <laughs> what you're saying and what you're saying clicked in my mind, and maybe we can kind of segue into this. What, um, in terms of identifying, first and foremost, what you're saying in terms of the uh, military, it's kind of like, yeah, creating good habits, right? You know, everything is about balance, right? So, yeah, I mean, we already know that it can be rigid and that can manifest itself in other dysfunction. Yep. But yeah. it's good to have that. Good and no different than a, a preacher and, and, and a, a preacher. You, you know what I mean? All like of the above. Yeah, it, can tra- it, it translates in many different ways. Many different ways. But the crux of what you're saying that I get from what you're saying is um, preparation So and creating good habits. So let's talk about what are some habits, good habits, or habits, habits that lend itself to happiness. Are there habits? Are there good habits that you can form that will lend I, okay. itself to happiness? I'll start off with a, peop, a one that people think is a bad habit, but to some they might think it's a good one. Discipline. Self-discipline. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny because that was going to be mine. I was going to say discipline. Like, Man, I, I, oh, do you mean discipline in a, in a stance of like uh, like punishment for? There's a, if if you ask my mom the difference between discipline and punishment. I think if she disciplined me for anything in life, it was to prepare me for what was to come in mm-hmm. life. It's probably mm-hmm. she disciplined you to keep you from having to deal with punishment. And that's, yep. and that's, yep. and that's what I'm getting at. Thank yep. you. And, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. And so that's what I mean. As a black man, there's things that my mother yep. taught me based on being able to survive. Yeah. So to make it to 25 is a victory for a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To just graduate, have a successful job, make it, if you're in the 1% to do well, that's few far in between. There's only so many LeBrons, mm-hmm. you know, in the world, you know. Yeah. But I think so far for one. the average, you don't get that luxury, yeah. you yeah. know. So I think, like I said, the, the, the things that my mom did, the discipline, it, it, I don't think it would be considered punishment. <laughs> I think it was... I'm helping you. If yep. if there's nobody that's yep. going to be hard on you on, in life, it's going to be me because if I'm not whatever I do, nothing anybody else does yep. will be able to break you. Yep. Nothing. She prepared me for everything that was to come and I didn't understand what those whoopings were. Yep. I didn't understand when I slammed the door and she made me walk up and down the stairs 30 times and open the door 30 times. Damn. What that means. Yep. That's just a mom doing what she knows and thinks is best for her son. Yeah, it got to the point where whoopings didn't matter. You might knuckle sandwich up against the head. Yep. I don't consider that punishment. I consider that saving me because that could be the cops knuckling me upside the head. Mm -hmm. That could be some other dudes knuckling me upside the head. That could just be me being in the wrong place at the wrong time because of what I decide to surround myself with knuckling me upside the head. And then when light knuckles you upside the head, some people don't bounce back. Yeah, I love you it. You know what I, I mean. Spare the uh, spare. What is spare, spare the rod? Spoil, spoil the, the child, child, man. Yep. You know what yep. I mean. Like that's you, interesting you, piece. You, that's insightful and, in in terms of your, yeah, your that's movement. Great. I I was gonna say discipline as well, but mm-hmm. I was gonna do the other 
the other uh, definition please, please, of discipline. Yeah. Right? We, we should so, cover all spectrums. So I, I know I bring I know I bring this guy up all the time, but Jocko Willink, right? One of his one of his uh, one of my favorite books that he wrote is Discipline Equals Freedom, and for me. <clears throat> One of those one of those things to create good habits and everything is to be disciplined. And so discipline of you know getting up early, right? Mm-hmm. It's not every day that I just wake up early. You know I will set alarms as well to make sure that I'm up early, even if I don't want to get up. I, I still get up early. I I don't have to start work until six a.m. Right. I'm usually up about four forty-five, mm-hmm. five o'clock, and I get up, make some coffee, you know, go sit down, do whatever, read something, watch something, stretch, yoga, whatever I do. And, um, and so, you know, I, I really, I, the discipline equals freedom aspect really just resonates with me because, um, I can see different, different times in my life where I've become, um, undisciplined Mm -hmm. and some of, some of the things that I enjoyed at the time would start to fray away a little bit or, 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 uh, I wouldn't have that same freedom to go and and participate in things because maybe I became undisciplined with my finances. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I couldn't I couldn't go on this trip with some friends right. because I was you know just maybe frivolously spending some money here and there, right? And then, <clears throat> but then, you know, other times I'll notice that when I am more disciplined and I am more structured with my life, then all of a sudden maybe I have more time in the day to work on other projects or do other things. Maybe I have a little bit more money because I'm not spending money. I'm making sure that I wake up you and make what? myself some some food or something like that, right? It's a different type of discipline, but it's discipline nonetheless. Well, there's self-discipline and there's ex- external discipline. Um, this dude, I forgot what his name is and what he talked about, but he said the more discipline you have, the more freedom you have. Well, mm-hmm. look, I'm going to connect yeah. this to both of the, what you guys are saying because when, when you were saying what Jocko, your quote about discipline equals freedom or mm-hmm. discipline equals yep. I, my basic mind went to athletics. My basic mind went to sports, right? Yep. And you and I have talked about this when you first started playing football again. It's kind of like, okay, well, when you get your reps in and you repping and you repping and you repping and you repping and you got your fundamentals tight to where you don't have to think about, mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it, then when you get on the field to play, that's Just when you're playing free because you don't have to worry about it yep. anymore. You've, you got your, you've already Second logged your nature. reps. You've muscle, already logged your reps. Yep. It's already Second established. Yep. So now all of this is just reaction and your body is reacting in ways that you don't even know. Yep. You couldn't think about reacting. <clears throat> and that ties into athletes being geniuses because they're doing things outside of what they are conscious of, but it's happening in a way that they yeah. are still conscious of. It's yeah. thousands of, because it's of just decisions repetition. in a split second. In, because a split, in a split second, you wouldn't have been able to say, okay, I'm going to put the Euro step here, da 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 But because you've already <clears> done it, and it's my, and it's recognition of, of placement, this and that and the other, your body already... Your brain is well, not you reacting could, as fast as what your eyes are seeing. You could even consider that decision being made, even though it seems like it's being made at that moment. That decision is being made thousands of times before that there in practice. Go. There you go. Right? That's happening happening as you're honing in those tools mm-hmm. of whatever, you know, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when I think back, <laughs> I mean, I can think back about my college days of wrestling and everything. Th- there was times where I would be v- undisciplined with my diet and I would, I would balloon up between weight weigh-ins where I would have to cut a ton of weight. You know, I'd be, you know, 10, 11, 12 pounds overweight, mm-hmm. you know, two days before I have to weigh 165 pounds for a tournament or a, or a dual meet or something like that. And I would, I would make weight. I don't think I ever missed weight in college, but I would have to put a ton of work in just to, you know, and all of a sudden I lose the freedom of going and doing other things or, or resting and getting ready for my match because I'm, 
because I'm cutting a ton of weight. Yeah. But then if I'm disciplined with my diet and I'm disciplined with how I'm losing my weight and everything, all of a sudden, maybe I'm not ballooning up 10, 12 pounds. Maybe I'm only going up four or five pounds and I just got to quickly lose that, that weight to get down. And then all of a sudden I'm wrestling better because I'm feeling a little bit better. I didn't have to put as much effort into making weight right. to wrestle. Yeah. And, it, you know, and so it's just, it, it's so funny how all of these things can kind of tie right, right into each other. Yep. And, and in a very practical <laughs> sense, like for instance, like you talk about getting up. If your routine for 50 years has been wake up, do 15 push-ups, make my bed, and shave, this is your whole routine. By 4.30. Right. That's going to feel a lot different than if you try to start this at 50. Yep. It's going to be a drag for the yep. for until you establish that habit habit, right? Yep. So or there has to be a motivating force behind it. There you go. So sure, but there's but but you know, then that has to exist, right? The motivating force has to exist well, whatever the, it is, right? The so, motivating force so might always the, mo the the motivating force might always be there. You just don't. You just don't. don't you just don't. You yet. just don't heed the call, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you're dealing with guilt and the out and and the after the, and the outcome of yeah. not heeding yeah. that call, right? Not having not exercising that self discipline. And that's more so yeah. now you got to now you got to play catch up. That's more so yeah. mental. It sounds like you speaking. Yeah, of course it's mental. You know. Yeah. It's absolutely mental, and it's, you know, it, it's mental, and it's how you manifest it physically, and it's physicality, and in every aspect of your life, right? What you think? Your spiritual discipline, your, your spiritual your discipline, actions, your yeah. physical discipline, your, your you know, everything is going to suffer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your performance at work, and that's what you're saying, it sounds like, right? And the converse being that you will perform better if you've already, like James Brown said, man, you, you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Yep. Simply put. Yep. Um, Coach, yeah, Coach Pittman would say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Coach so Pittman gonna come be ready so you don't. He would say, "Be ready so you don't have to get ready." Yeah, embrace, and Pat. that's why we, yep, embrace Pat because Pat's gonna come in a, in a, you know, when you're out there and you have to be ready, right? I mean, pain, pain, torture, agony, all that stuff is gonna be there in the times when you have to apply yourself in, in different disciplines. And so if you're if you're experiencing that in your day to day. You know, diligently, then mm -hmm. it's not going to surprise you. It's not going to. It's not going to be as much of an issue mm -hmm. mentally in a match. It might still physically be the same amount of, you know, stress or or uh, or uh, you know, as physically tough. But mentally, you might. I've I've been here. You know, I was I was in this position three times last week during practice. Right. I know what to do right now. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of things like that, and that gets you know back to muscle memory and, mm -hmm. and repetition and. And you know, second nature kind of thing. But yeah. <coughs> what are some habits that you guys, um, not even habits? What are some tools, tactics, activities, actions? What do you do? Like I said, when I was talking about happiness, everything has a season. Mm -hmm. If you're in a season of a deficiency of happiness, right, and you've been, you feel I you've been you. there. You know, you might experience it for a little while, and you might allow yourself to wallow for a little while. But if you if you got to the point where it's like I've been in this season for a little bit too long, and I know that I'm operating at a deficiency, what are some steps that you would take, or some actions that you would take to go into that pursuit of happiness? I would yep. say me. Uh, I think you guys know my place of peace, where my place of peace is. Yeah, you're is. rolling. You yeah, in, my where, in, in my car is my place of peace. Yep. And, and if you know me, you know that. And you've probably had conversations with me in my place of the peace. The office? Yeah, in the office. If, yep. if we if we have a meeting, it's in the office. And that's one place that's untouchable for other people. Mm -hmm. So once I'm in there by myself, that's untouchable land that's untouchable space in my mind mm -hmm. yeah then it goes further 
spiritually. I might just go into a gospel. I, I got certain albums. I have certain musicians and certain things that I listen to. It might not even be gospel that I'll almost force a breakthrough into happiness. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, where the never let the devil see you cry type things where it's like, okay, well, we'll handle it in our, in our place of peace go through what we need to go through, figure it out, and then we got to have a breakthrough. Because after the breakthrough comes what? Progress. Yep. Once you once you get over the hill, everything that, after that is 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 going to steamroll, you know, and and you can't be afraid of the dark. And so that's like I said, I I'll get to the point where I I'll, I'll go into my place of peace and I'll go face whatever I need to go face and I'll deal with it. And then there's some times where I have to come back to it. There's some times where I got to sit it down mm. and, and come back another time and another day. Yeah. Because I may not be ready mentally. I may not be ready physically, you know, or emotionally. And I think that's where when you start to learn about yourself and you're comfortable being alone with yourself, you can really divulge into what really hinders you or what really bothers you from happiness and mm-hmm. what motivates or pushes you through to get to <clears throat> happiness. As much as you want to talk about the problem, talk about the solution and the resolution as well. I'm very big on how long am I going to stay in this mindset if I can change it. If you can affect it, yeah. If yeah. I can affect it. And if I have the ability and the power to affect it because I'm very selfish about letting others dictate my happiness. Yeah. Okay, then let's let's play ball. What what is it that we're really hurting about? What is it that we're really sad about? Or, or let's mad? boil it down to the last compound yeah. to really really get at yeah yeah I get yeah. It. yeah. So okay, um, so I, and, and to extrapolate what you said, yeah. you go you you got you go to your your place of solitude or your you know what I mean Home you base. go you go you go to you have your your place yeah, your yeah. comfort your your comfort space. I got that from you. I know. A lot of that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, listen to everybody laughing at home. Fuck you. Yeah, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Hey, nah. Ray. But he's a jolly good fellow. I but know. that's a good thing, yeah, though. I say, that, I say that as a compliment. I know. More than I, you know I'm playing you with know, you. That, yeah, it, yeah, of course. It, it, I don't think a lot of people do understand that. When I mean that, I got that from you. That You can speak to what yours is. But that when you iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be better, you have to be willing to listen to those that either have been through it or, or they have some different methods and tools to yeah. approach it. No, we've talked about it yeah. though. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've talked about it and I know what you mean. I'm, I'm and all I'm joking. You know I'm joking. But I know that we yeah. I know the conversations that you and I have had. Uh, yeah. You've asked me questions like what is your and you know, uh, we've talked about that corner in my, in my yeah. that corner I go yeah. to, right? Yeah. So I know where you I knew what you were talking about, yeah. right? I don't know that that's what you That's about. exactly what I was yeah. talking about. It wasn't for them, but it was for you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah. So um but to extrapolate what you said, so you got your space that you get into, right? Uh-huh. Your physical space where you where you go and then you got and then you got your spiritual space you know you got your external and that handles the emotional you know your external contributor where you said your gospel right and then you go into solutions right and and identify identification and solution okay boom trevor execution because that's also a part of that too. Hey man, faith without, faith without works is dead. Yeah. You got to put. Yeah, I got to make sure I put that on. It's hard for the people. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to steer a car when the car isn't moving. Yeah, yeah. you got to have some gas in it too. Mm-hmm. A little fluid. Hit me with the question again, so I can make the sure question that. that I asked is: If you find yourself in a deficiency of happiness, right? Yeah. 
how what are your steps in the pursuit or yep. what are the steps yep. to, supplement, yeah. to supplement to supplement to bring yeah. it back what are your what are your steps yeah uh i mean your tools like if i'm unhappy if i'm unhappy just kind of randomly like not necessarily knowing why i'm unhappy or something like that i'll just work out i'll go i'll go out i'll i'll exercise do something get a little bit of that serotonin in my body and just and, you know and and just the biological you're gonna go with the chem you're gonna deal chem, with the chemical yeah, he's first a chemist. He's a chemist. And, and i'll work out and i'll you know i'll i'll visit pat i'll maybe let pat kind of talk me through why i'm unhappy and say you know pat like pat will give me a reason to cry that's right? my last ditch <laughs> see that's the if i can't get to my yeah. So that's in my situation where if, if Trevor it's is just so linear though, that's uh, you know what I mean. I, he's just a linear yeah. person, so that I makes know. perfect sense. sense that's just if a, if it's a situation where uh, it's just random, and I'm like, why am I down right now? Yeah. Like I don't I don't have any reasons. Like if I can think about you know what's going on and everything, and, and just understand that that I mean I I am blessed. I have a good job. I have a, a wife and a child. A, you know, beautiful child, and I, you know I have a roof over my head and I have food in my belly. Yeah. Like why am I? It, why am I upset or why am I unhappy? And so uh, I'll just go and I'll, I'll kind of work out, you know, those demons. And, and, and in, my, in my workout, that'll allow me to kind of maybe think about some of those things or whatever and, and ground myself. Um, but if it's something where external factors are kind of, you know, causing me to be unhappy or anything like that, um, that's when I, I either I, I sit down somewhere and with a pad, a pad and a pen, and maybe write down my goals again, mm-hmm. or I or I go to whatever wherever I've written my goals down, and and kind of just go back through them, and 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 maybe you know maybe I'm off course a little bit, and set myself straight back on that course again, and, and get back into it, right, Linear and get back right into there. where I see, okay, I know I'm unhappy right now, or I know I know life is tough right now. But the reason, you know, the reason I'm letting life be tough right now is because if I can reach this goal or I can reach, uh, I can attain this, you know, this next step or whatever, I know that that will make me a little bit happier. Or, or I know that, you know, I, I will be on my way to that, that ultimate goal of, of, you know, providing for whoever. Right? So that's kind of like, like when you're on your G, G, GPS and you get off and it's like yep. recenter, rerouting. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But, exactly. but how much just, of that also, just to kind of, tag along and piggyback off of that is acceptance to a certain degree because mentally you're going to have to accepting that I'm unhappy for a second yeah yeah definitely and and getting into okay all right now I've identified Mm -hmm. and accepted that this is what this is diagnosed or what you want to be now what's our next that bleeds off into that peace of mind. Acceptance is always the step before peace of mind for me. Yep. Once I'm able to accept something, then I can have some peace about it. So that kind of yeah. ties. Yeah. What about you? How um, would you answer that question? I, lots of different ways. Um, <laughs> You're linear. He's yeah, cerebral. Uh, I, I can I can I can identify. Oh, yeah. I, I can see myself yeah, in both of you guys' oh, answers. I can I, I, I can understand everybody, just yeah. separating, separating from myself mm. and and go yeah going and sitting in my car. I think my separation is coming out and working out. Like I think that that allows me to have separation. Amber's not Amber doesn't usually work out with me, so I'm separated from that. I can't work out with Graham. He's you know tiny, mm-hmm. so. You know, I, I can't do those things, and so I think that that's you know that that is a parallel to kind of how Junior goes and sits in his car. Yeah, 
I mean, we all we're all individuals. We all have our own social security yep. numbers, right? Even no matter what, you are a family unit, right? Mm-hmm. But you're still an individual within yep. that family unit. Yeah. So yep. you have to find a way to deal with yourself, right? It's kind of like the airplane. Put the gas mask on. Put the oxygen mask save on yourself, yourself first, it's, so you can save someone yeah, else. There you go, right? Yep. Um, yep. As far as me, I mean, like I said, it's a multitude. Um, I, I identify a lot with what Junior said. We already touched on that. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into my meditative space. Yep. Um, it is about identification, first and foremost. I mean, but we all know, and I'm not going to act like, uh, to give an analogy, it's kind of like, have you guys ever been in a situation where you feel like you're hungry, but nothing sounds good to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's a, that's that's when I can kind of put myself in that position sometimes when, I have, when that whatever is not uh, affected my happiness is ambiguous, right? Well, yeah. And yeah. you can't really identify it. Yep. So there's those, but then there's times when it's like me, my experience is that if there's something that is bothering me or affecting me and it's external, it's something that's beyond my control at the moment, mm-hmm. before I sit and dwell and fix that particular thing, barring is something that's threatening my life and my immediate well being. There's probably a laundry list of other things that I could probably do check off. to check off before I have to sit and worry about the thing that I can't even affect, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's that. And that, that ties into what you're saying about working out. It's like, okay, do something to where you have some sense of accomplishment about yeah. something. And it might not be the end all be all, but it's a contribute. It's, it's one step up the ladder in terms yep. of you getting there. Um, yep. To identify what you're saying, supplication. I'm always going to go into my meditation and I'm going to go into my supplication. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to seek my higher power and I'm going to lay it on the uh, lay it on the altar. You, you feel your I mean? battles are always mental first. It always it's always got to be a mental battle if it's not a spiritual battle. You you, right? you know you and I are on the same page about that. I, I obviously, this conversation is also for others and, and and just dialogue. But I feel like we look at things with the mental reps and then when we respond it's just based off of a saved file that we <laughs> we just you know it's like a jukebox it's like okay what okay this is what we're dealing with today f3 you know what i mean and then it's like all right well this is the perfect yeah. tune cuz cuz it's no different than you wake up with a certain song on your mind and it starts the day you know what i mean like yes. and, it, and it's just like there's times where we might send each other something and it's like that's how we start the day. That's mm-hmm. that's what you own today. Mm-hmm. Okay, that lets me know your vibe and your energy. Mm-hmm. And I think trigger. Man, and 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 as much as it is triggering for others, you know, if it's a positive thing, that's when it steam. Oh, I'm talking about positive triggers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I yeah. just didn't want people to get confused with it being yeah. a negative mm-hmm. thing, but you want it to be a positive trigger. So Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That yeah. Makes sense. So I'm yeah, it's going to be a supplication. I'm going to go in and I'm going to lay it and I'm going to ask. I'm going to seek and I'm going to ask the universe. I'm going to ask my higher power. Yeah. Contribute to my effect, my being, my ability to affect this particular thing. Yep. Yep. Not where, uh, saving what I'm supposed to get out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to skip over the lesson. I don't want to ever skip over the growth in whatever space that I'm in, you yep. know. So, yep. you know. That the, that's well, the struggle and the journey. Well, I mean, when I, when, when, in my supplication, yeah. I only ask for my portion. I don't ask for more than I'm that I'm worthy of. Yeah. You know what I mean? I only ask for my portion, my portion of understanding, my portion yeah. of enlightenment that for, the, like for that period, right? So, um, and then you know, there is an action. There is an action. Once you identify, there's an action plan. You know, you want to isolate and, I, and do what you can to affect it, and then do what you can. You know, yeah. So, and, and then you know, it's pursue, also pursue it. 
right? There you, you go. Gotta, you got to get yourself back into that. Sounds pursuit. like you're you're like water, man. You'd be like water. I try to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm water, trying to be. I mean, Trevor's it's it's it's, 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 a, it's a exercise. It's a Trevor I, is a, a water with high pressure, <laughs> <laughs> linear. He's a pressure washer. <laughs> yeah, oh man, a hydro jet. Yeah, my man got the Benford three fifty. But oh, man. other pieces, gratitude, man. Yes. Always just give gratitude, man. Always really, really just put yep. in pers- That's another way to put stuff into perspective and yep. give gratitude. You yeah. know, yep. let me just go on and count what I don't. What let me just count what's right. Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess what I would look at another. I, I'm sorry to keep on giving no, analogies and ana- please, oh, uh, analogies please. and analogies. Have you ever had a situation where you had to clean up a dirty room and yep. you're looking at it like, man, this is crazy. How am yeah. I going to deal with this? That's right. But before the, you start. Yep. And you're just <laughs> like, man, this is overwhelming. This is absolutely overwhelming. But then as you like pick up one shoe and you put that shoe in them, 10 minutes later, you've picked up five shoes and you've picked up some books and you've organized these Those magazines things. and this, that, and the other. And it starts getting a little bit easier. Right. And before you know it, you're halfway into the project and you're like, this isn't really that bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at Life. being in these types of situations when I talk about do what you can, you know, start chipping away at it as you can. You know I mean? That's the way you eat an elephant bite, bite, bite. Right. Yep. So, yep. but you know, there are those dark spaces where you're just in a space and you're in that space a and you funk. Yeah. Mood, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if how much of that is hormonal. I don't know how much of that it's has mercury, to do with you know, retro, the, uh, all of the fucking above. Lockdowns Man, the Capricorn shit. rising. Shit. So, yeah. You know, and we all have our little things, you know, to yeah, of course. take a walk. Yep. Listen to some music, you know, whatever it is, man. You got to do your little things too. So, yep. go hit some iron, man. Go let off some rounds at yep. the range. Yep. You know, yep. I remember that being sling therapeutic. Some, sling some brass, yeah. And another big piece of that is, and this is the part when it, this is when it gets really heavy. And the part is when you have to lay your pride down sometimes, oh, right? No, I, sometimes you and I have to lay your pride down, and you might have to. Um, you might have to lean into somebody else and right? swallow a pill. You might, have to, yeah. uh, you might have to try and find some external resources for some help. And that takes, for people like myself, I can't speak for anybody else, for people from myself, that's not easy. I don't like to ask for help. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't ever, I don't, that's not my, it, it's, but that's an act of humility too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem asking for help. I mean, especially for my higher, my higher power. Yeah, please, in my weakness, let your, let you, let your, your strength life, be perfected, right? Yeah. right? yeah. But, I have my homeboys. I got, you know, I yep. got my, my mother still with me, you know. Yeah. So it's like, man, I can talk to different people, right? And yeah. they might not always understand it. Sometimes it, it compounds the problem because yep. some yeah. people, you know, I'm not a big person on cliches and somebody wants to come, let me get cliche number 32. And it's like, I don't want to hear that right now. That's not, but, yeah, you know, you got to know, pick and choose and know who yeah. to talk to at the right time in the yeah. right moment, yeah. you know. And Absolutely. you got to be willing to be helped out of that situation you yep. gotta you don't want to be a seller dweller yep yep <laughs> no that's great dweller. that's like. great i love it um man that's uh we just covered that that's almost an hour of of uh, uh talking happiness. about happiness i got one and more question for you guys yeah let's do it all right so now that we talked about happiness have you guys can you think about times in your life where you felt like your heart had all the more happiness than it could hold in a moment i mean yeah yeah, yeah, you know, I'm married, you I'm, got a few. I'm married and I have a son, a son. so um, yeah. so yeah, I can I can think about a couple times where um, I was you know feeling pretty euphoric. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. dope, man? Yeah, it's great when you got the, like that goose. Is that like goosebumps? Hey, Is that the I'm, goosebumps feeling where it's just like 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, sometimes when I'm, you know, having a bad day, uh, you know, that's what I, I think about those times. Right. Those those times can put me back in a mindset that that, you know, sometimes when I feel like I'm beat down by my pursuit, right, by by my purpose, my meaning or whatever you want to call it. Right. Sometimes I'll feel beat down just by the fact that I'm, you know, I'm working my ass off every day. I'm you know, yeah. I don't I don't take time off. I don't you know, I'm, I'm out here. Every morning at six, I work until, you know, five o'clock at night. And, and, uh, you know, uh, and sometimes I go, man, what the, you know, I'm just spinning my wheels. What the hell am I doing? And, you know, then I, then I get back to, you know, that I see that wedding picture on the wall inside yeah. or, wow. or maybe, you know, maybe I, I, you know, I, I see Graham or Graham runs up to me or whatever, or, you know, I get to go pick him up from, from grandma's house or something like that. Right. At the end man, of the day, you just got a new and one just tonight go, when he hugged you just I, exactly. Just, right. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's times like that where, you know, that just, you know, centers me. It, it balance. It puts me right and back in back home, confirmation. Man. Yeah, right. It just brings me right back to you know, re, right back into that lane of going. Yeah, this is why I'm doing this shit. Yeah, and and you know, I always accept that. And and hmm. you, you have some input on that. I'm I'm thinking of a time because your question was more so of a of a specific time, right? That I mean, just it doesn't have to be a specific time. It could be a moment or a period. I mean, I don't know. You can answer it how you overwhelming. Can, you, you're just overwhelmed with you know. Just, just look. Yeah, I think you. Know, I, I told you joy. one before. I, I told you one before. Tell the, the people. Tell the people. The people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the people. Uh, I think I told you um, the story about you know when I used to do um, stepping with. Oh my God! I love that story with the um, with the canes and so yeah, my, I love that my story. My mentor, uh, uh, you know, a man I call dad and father and, and recognize, you know, as. Um, a major instrument and yeah. key to who I am today. If you ask me where my swagger, the, the charm, the the way I dance comes from him. So uh, we're we're at Oregon State. We're doing this show. It's packed, and it's this move that nobody really does. You know, it's it's a tough move to do, and. Uh, I ended up pulling it off, and we're one of the we're we're a young group performing. We're high school kids performing against college, yeah, uh, actual fraternities and, yeah. and and whatnot. And so, end up just wrecking. I I destroyed the show. This is Mac Dre Fizz <laughs> Dance came on. So, this move just takes over the entire show. Yeah. Well, after we get off stage, it, after the pictures, after the crowd, and all of this, like this not in my stomach started and then it was just really hard to really uh breathe and take in what was going on around me Mm -hmm. because i started to realize what i just did you know when i think about the impact in all that i do and that i want to leave behind Mm -hmm. that was a pivotal or pivotal moment in my life that struck the match for everything going forward mm-hmm. based on that overwhelming feeling of me taking a risk wow and on something, something and I accomplished it yeah. in front of 5,000 plus people on the grand stage on, on, gr- on, on the grand, grand stage, stage yeah. yep. and it's not even recorded like yep. there's no footage of it but there's there's memory of it and yep. the only person that it really matters to is me because I remember being on stage by myself and there was all eyes on me. And yep. it's like just walking back out of the arena, I couldn't even walk based on the simple fact that it's like you left an impact on somebody and you truly don't even understand yet mm-hmm. 
this yeah. is why it hurts because you can't register it yet. You don't yeah. you your body can't even uh, articulate what's going on or what you just accomplished. And that's so cloud nine. Yeah. And I want to live on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and, and, and I don't think. Well, some people like living, you know what I mean, where they live. But it's it's I'm I'm definitely aiming for the stars, you know, and the clouds. Yeah, yeah. On that that's one. a good that's and a good so story. That's, I've that's, always liked that's that story. Great. That that's story to me, story. that's that strikes the, the, the match and, and I love it. It gets better from there. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Word. That's a good uh it's a good time to uh take a break. Yes, sir. Yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some good, good insights from both of you gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that was you great. as well. That was thank you. Yeah, thank you. Three wise men. Mm-hmm. We're trying. I got a, I got a couple questions here. I think both of y'all can answer. So I'm gonna go ahead and get right in. Mm. Uh, what's the most memorable lesson you learned from your parents? Oof. Oh man. Um, from my dad, self sufficiency. Okay. You know, one thing I can say about my dad is my dad was, I've never seen my dad, at least in a literal sense, be in a position where he was always the one that everybody came to when they needed. Yeah. I've never seen my dad have to go to anybody for what he needed, other than emotional stuff, probably, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's that. But in terms of like, I've never seen my dad have to go ask anybody for anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that that's one thing that I've learned from my dad. And there's so many different lessons. I mean, golly, it's hard to boil yeah, it down that's from a tough one because yeah. I just I'm, I, I say I, t- I make sure I tell my mom I'm so grateful for my upbringing and the, what they poured into me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that self-sufficiency, God bless the child that's got his own, that mentality mm-hmm. for my dad is one, you know. Um, for my mother, um, one thing that I really learned from my mom is the spirit of tenacity, right? Mm. Being able to overcome, right? I was going to say that internal. It's, you know, yeah. uh, because my mom is the type of person where she could have believed, she could have accepted certain things in terms of what somebody might perceive as deficiencies or challenges, or whatever. Yeah. And I, as I've watched my mom, me and my mom are really, really good friends. Yeah. And as I've watched my mom progress through life, I've seen her annihilate things that I know that in my youth as I saw her she would have been completely and totally uncomfortable even attempting or or undertaking right so for her that just that spirit of just um doing the most with the least yeah yeah you know making do with what you got yeah 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 you know where it's like I'm just not gonna accept that you know because my mom is an extremely strong I'll give you an example my mom has always been extremely shy, a shy lady. Yeah. But now she's a public speaker, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, you know, and she does just this, these bold, audacious things that I'd be like, man, 20 years ago, you'd have never done that. Yeah. So I just seeing that. that speaks the, to growth and evolution. It does, yeah. yeah. It definitely does. It's and, just and keeping her wheels turning because that, that, that says something about her. Mm-hmm. And that's passed on to you, you know, so. Big time. And then that. from the both of them together, entrepreneurship and the value of. Uh, a dollar in independence, I would say, from both of them. Yeah, that sounds great. like Ryan Reddy. <laughs> <laughs> Double R. <laughs> yep, yep. Next, Derek uh, Man, uh, lessons from my parents. I, I think that, uh, you know, both of my parents are extremely hardworking. Um, you know, my my parents split up when I was probably, 
I want to say 12, 13 years old, something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, with all of that going on and everything, they still, they still were extremely hardworking. And, and my mom, you know, my, my mom, when my parents were married and everything through, you know, until, until they did split up, um, wasn't working. She was, you know, taking care of, you know, just a, a housewife. Right. Right. And, um, and then when they did split up, she all of a sudden had to join the workforce again and, and kind of start over, right. Start that career over and everything. And so, and to, for her to be able to do that, you know, in that situation with three boys at home, plus all the other kids that were coming through our house all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff, um, you know, that, that I look up to that a lot, right. That, you know, that, that hard work and, and Ryan kind of stole my word, but that tenacity, (laughs) right. That tenacity of, of overcoming situations, even though, you know, there's a lot of reasons to be upset or, or, or feel downtrodden and everything. And, and, uh, and then, you know, my dad also is, was an extremely hard worker and, and, um, diligent when it came to work. But, um, yeah. And and (laughs) I take it as a pro, but there was, you know, there are lessons that from, from some of my dad's, you know, uh, the, some of my dad's bad habits and my dad's bad, you know, bad traits that I learned that I think that I, I keep close to myself throughout my life and, and throughout adulthood and everything. And, and that I think about when I think about, you know, uh, when I think about going through my day to day and, and the person I am, and then also, you know, how I, how I treat Amber and how I treat, um, Graham and everything. And like, you know, my dad drank a lot and, and especially after him and my mom split up and everything, I mean, he, you know, he was, he was, uh, pretty much, you know, every night, couple hundred dollars at the you know bar tab every single night of the week and um and that was tough for me to see you know going through college and and high school and everything and and uh you know he always kept his job and he always he he was functioning and he Mm -hmm. was always really diligent with that stuff but but uh you know now I don't I don't really drink all that much I you know I don't I don't let those vices overcome me because I've seen you know, what happens when that, when that does occur. And I've seen what mm. happens when that can kind of take over somebody's life. And, and, and so, you know, even though that's not necessarily a, a, a great story, it is a great lesson. I think it's a really good lesson that I, that I gleaned off of my dad, mm-hmm. even though, you know, he's not probably super proud right. of that fact, yeah. but it happened. And now my dad's, you know, he's been sober for, two or three years now and so and has you know hasn't had a drink hasn't hasn't been hey man you might you know you, you might have taught him your dad is a real sage individual though yeah. regardless absolutely yeah right but but i mean you know even in just just being able to see that and everything i, I think you know that's still a lesson learned from from mm-hmm. him it's a good perspective you know? though great perspective. and and yeah so what about you june all right, I'm going to bring it home. Go ahead and hand me the baton. Uh, <laughs> we on the last leg. Running. All right, I'm getting ready to, yeah. Uh, this question hits me different, and that's the reason why I asked it. Um, short, simple, and quick, if you ask me what I learned from my father, my biological father, uh, I learned what not to do. Hmm. 
and I'm gonna let everybody let that sink in for a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you know, so for people listening, I, I, I really, uh, when you talk about sitting pride down to the side, mm-hmm. uh, when I talk about what I want my name to stand for when it's all said and done, that's one of those times where pride and everything has to to go to the side and you really have to focus on what do you really want yeah you know when it's all said and done what is what what are you going to have to show for it legacy legacy you know and so um that's how i feel about that uh for my mother (sighs) the way you speak about your mother shy until you get to know her Mm -hmm. you know uh i watched her work eight hours, go to church, teach Bible study, choir rehearsal, leave that, go to my grandparents' house, take care of their medicine, come home, cook dinner. It's 9.30 and you're cooking dinner. Mm -hmm. So I've watched this my entire life. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've learned help others before you help yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it took a long time to really understand that, you know. But then when I look at the genetic makeup of my family, that's what they're about, mm-hmm. is doing for others, you know, making sure you have. If, if this is going on, we got it. We'll help you if we can. Yeah. Tell us, you know, don't, don't hurt us. Don't take from us. Don't waste our time, our finances, our energy, and our money. We'll help you, but you got to want to help yourself. Yeah. So I learned that. I learned to be... Um, a steadfast person for my mother. Good work. You know, I learned to be um, very diligent um, and dedicated because nobody's going to hand you anything, Mm -hmm. you know. And I watch my mom literally flip a Wendy's salad bowl over because you get more if you use the lid than you would if you use the bowl. <laughs> so my mom was making a way out of no way. Yeah. You know, I remember praying for hot dogs. So when you start thinking about things that your mom would do mm-hmm. that can make a man emotional, you know, the only time you'll really see me cry is if my mother or my aunties are crying. Yeah. Because I feel for them because I've seen what they've done mm. for the entire family. Wow. Yeah on yeah. both sides and so that's that what I get from my parents um, are on different ends of the spectrum but did they teach me something absolutely mm-hmm. does my father teach me something every day absolutely yeah. does my mother teach me something every day absolutely the marathon continues we can't stop time release capsules man. You know? can I tell you two things that I really love about you yes one thing I really love about you is how excited you get about acquiring wisdom Mm -hmm. that's that's one thing that i really really always like i love it when you i love seeing you get excited about pondering a new just a new jewel right yeah Yeah. i I dig that the other thing that i really like about you and that i really appreciate about you is you know and of course i don't you know we don't we don't share the same mind on everything (laughs) right right (laughs) and we know that (laughs) right but one thing i really do appreciate you is your commitment to your own to your principles right Mm -hmm. um 
A lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people, you know, however, some a lot. Most people do. Most mm-hmm. people who really appreciate you do understand. But I, I just appreciate your real commitment that you are unflappable about your principles and how you dis- make your decisions based on your principles. I think that's really just it's dope, and I I, I need to make sure that I acknowledge Thank that you. too. Yeah, for Thank sure. Thank you. And and in the same sense, I have to give credit where it's due because a lot of that came from conversations that. I didn't know how to have that we ended up having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, iron sharpens I, iron. Iron sharpens iron. And I think that when you surround yourself with those guys, you know, um, I, I, I always bring Trevor up as an example because I can only recall one argument or disagreement that you and I I remember had. that. I, re- I witnessed it. You know, and, and the beautiful thing, like I tell people, like, y'all don't even realize I love him first. Mm-hmm. Second, it doesn't matter what I think. I would never let what I love about him come between what I want to have happen based on what we're doing. Man, I don't even remember an argument I think we've had. Exactly, because <laughs> it wasn't worth anything to be arguing about. Well, and that's what's wrong it. with society. It was just, it was just, it was just it was like, it was, it was you really like want to know what it was? It was like a work decision. Like, yeah. Do you really want to remember what it was? It was an approach to a situation. You were standing right here. Uh-huh. I wanted you right here, only to stop people from going in. Getting because if you're in. physically was that, out, was that there, at Aura? Yeah, because you were in the doorway. <coughs> or was that at Fez? We were at Fez. Fez. You were that working was at the Fez, Fez doorway. Fez. Cool yeah, and, and I was and standing back at the table. But literally, like, because you were trying to solve another problem by solving, solving, you know, what more I mean? problems. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I was just tra- Hawkeye view. I was yeah. I was in Hawkeye mode, and I was just doing what I usually do. Yeah. And so, at the end of the day, and even in the moment, all right. I love this dude. This thing ain't even worth. We'll we'll figure it out later. You know what I mean? And and that was one of the things we talked about it. And he was just like, man, you. It worked itself out. It worked itself out, but it it also worked. You telling me that also worked because I mean, from what I when I think about where I stood uh-huh. in those three years at Fez, uh-huh. it was outside on the fucking sidewalk. You know, before you even got into that, you know, little right. opening right there. Yeah. So. So it, it worked. I mean, I did. You know, I was I was out there. Um, it, I saw both of you guys' personalities in that situation, and I appreciate both. But the thing that you, I think, the and the, we're the same. We're we're both Leos. We're the same age. <laughs> <laughs> we're two alphas, man. And, and and that's and that's what I explained. Did I react people. well at the time, man? We both did. Uh, you, but we both, you both, did, you both stood your ground. People, it was like you both stood your ground. That's it what it was. Respected. It was respectable. It was, it, it, it was coarse, but it, it wasn't like it wasn't. Nobody else would have known it if no, no one else would have known it if they didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. There's that, yeah. right? It wasn't out of pocket. Yeah. I, I I get it because it was two it was two rams, locking horns right, right, at, yeah. at that particular time. But as you said, as you said, at the end of the day, it's like it was done respectfully. You understood his personality. He understood yours. You boasted your ground, and it was like it doesn't need. It just is what it is. You know. Yeah. And that and and, and that goes and that goes to this fact that. We have a respectful space to where it's like, man, I don't have to agree with you. Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? Are and I'm going to consider you. I though. probably mm-hmm. still answered one of your one of your code reds up top too that same night. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and, I was, and I was sprinting hey, up man, those listen, damn stairs. You know, y'all know the one thing about our crew is we. I never, as many situations as I went into by myself, I never worried about if somebody was going to show up. No, yeah, yeah. yeah know, I mean, that's it, that's yeah. been the beauty about. 
like I said, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't have kept working there. If you that's didn't. weak you and vindictive. None of us are, are that weak and petty. And that's like, come uh, on, we've worked with some guys where that I said, none of us. We had some Listen. motherfuckers come through there from time to time where we had to just cut them loose. And they say, cut themselves. They cut themselves. But I've told people, bro, I've never had to tell somebody I need to stop being cool with you. I had you cut. I know you missed that block on purpose. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nah, but that that's I just. I'm thankful because out of all the lives I could have lived or been dealt or whatever the case may be, the people that I surround myself with, the people that I long to, I wanted to surround myself with. I want to be around you guys. I want Mm -hmm. to be around my mentors and people that I call dad that, you know, they guide me and and just being married. You know what I mean? Like they guide me in just ways of how they maneuver and stuff. I think that when you look to something, pretty soon you'll find yourself there. You know, if you have the outlook and the drive and ambition to get behind it, you know. And so that's something that I try to do, you know. If you're knowledgeable about hunting and food and and survival and stuff, well, yeah, I would want to know that too you yeah. know because that's being intentional that's mm-hmm. beneficial to me because i eat sleep and breathe like you do mm-hmm. you know if you know something and i know something we should both know two things you know yeah and and, man, and how can and, we multiply how can we multiply that more, man you know and and seek more so yeah it, we we have that all book. the tools man and and i'm glad that like i said everybody that i surround myself with they they're good at something completely different. Boy, you know how to crunch numbers. <laughs> you can hand me a laptop and tell me what to do, and I can tell you, okay, I'm giving it right back to you because that's the best thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, but at the end of the day, everybody that I know and surround myself with, they have those abilities. The crazy thing about this dude, about yeah. Trevor, man, like if I'm if I'm gonna put some shine on what Let I think is really, is is really unique about him, it's like we said in this episode how linear he is as a person, right? Mm-hmm. The duality within him of being that linear mm-hmm. type, that black and white type thinker, mm-hmm. but still having just the amount of compassion that he has as a person, right? It's just a, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful amalgamation, right? That's in his soul. Because it, a lot of soul. times people who are that linear, it's like, a, it's like you can't. You, you, it's socially you, awkward or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like you're devoid of emotional. <laughs> you, you, you can't. Something but right. It's a good combination of just being that linear but still being able to have that amount of compassion and empathy, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I learn a lot from I learn a lot from him in terms I of that. Because I, I feel like I struggle with... Uh, you see some linear in him, though, right? Well, you already know my well, cutoff. You, you see it in him, too. I know he's telling you, you, but I, I know he see it. Yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes... I question. I don't know that I am, but I question whether or not I'm selfish sometimes. And I just, I, I, I really, really admire that. I the think level the fact that you question it is healthy. Yeah, for I the mean, simple you can't, fact, it you helps. can't be, uh, you can't be a, an overly selfish person if you're already questioning if you're selfish. I mean, okay. that you know, that, that's mutually exclusive. There because you go. A, a selfish, a selfish person wouldn't, wouldn't even evaluate if they're selfish. You wouldn't even have the for, the mental fortitude to. To compute exactly. that or oh, think thank of you. that, I'll probably sleep pretty good on that. Right <laughs> you have another. Uh, yeah, did you have a you I do have one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good. Let's stop wow. kissing each other's asses. Um, <laughs> 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 right. What's the life lesson that has stuck with you all of these years? 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go ahead, Trevor. I could tell you. Just so, I mean, there's so many different, like, you know, there's so many different avenues that I could go with that. I mean, like, you know, but because I've already mentioned it in this, you know, in this podcast and I've already mentioned it before, you know, you know it's that uh, life lesson for me is, is uh, embracing Pat. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I already you know, it. Uh, understanding, already knew it. understand, just understanding that life is going to be tough and there's going to be tough times and there's going to be, you know, curveballs thrown at you and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be things to overcome. No one, no one, it doesn't matter what, you know, status you're born into or anything like that is going to live a life without any kind of struggle or any kind of, you know, uh, any kind of, you know, hoop to jump through, right? And so uh, I think, um, you know, my biggest life lesson, uh, and it could have come from maybe wrestling or it could have come from, uh, you know, anything else or, you, you know, discipline from my parents or anything, but uh, it's it's that, you know, to, to expect that there's going to be um, tough times that you have to overcome and, and there's going to be times that are going to test test your metal, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so you could either be prepared for those or you can just let them surprise you. And, and you know, in those times where I'm surprised, I never, I, I never overcome those as gracefully as if I'm, if I'm prepared for something. And so, yeah, I mean, just understanding, understanding that, being prepared that there's going to be Pat, times. Tell the people what Pat is one more time. Acronym. Yeah, Pat is uh, Pat is pain, agony, and torture. Yeah, yeah. embrace it. It's basically yeah. just you know human su- suffering. The We're the not suffering. talking about S and M either. No, no, not not nothing sexual. Um, it, it's more just yeah, it's more just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Oh, boy. I was thinking about something, and and you know it's our favorite song, and you played the original sample for me. And at the beginning of that song, Mm -hmm. what does DMX say? It's a live. It's a summer. (laughs) That's that's a a shit. Exactly. Exactly. That's my mantra. She got um, lessons, man. So many lessons, bro. It's hard to boil them down to one. I guess one, kind of going with this previous question in terms of my father, in terms of self-sufficiency, is um, nobody really owns, owes you shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, check your entitlements. Um, I, I think really, and uh, you won't have to fall so far, fall so hard when it comes to disappointment. Yep. Um, Speak a little bit towards. It. Yeah, I, I would say I, I would say that's one of them. Uh, man. So many different lessons. Check your emotions, man. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, you know, feel all of your emotions, but take a pause, you know what I mean, before you react, before, you're, uh, before you react to every emotion, mm-hmm. I would say. But I think that, uh, that just you check your entitlements in terms of what the world owes you and what is your own responsibility, I think, are really big lessons in just watching. Learning from my dad, I'm thinking about when I was building my business, right? Mm-hmm. I was, I was you know, scraping both knees and bumping my head trying to get to where I was trying to get in terms of building my business. And I'm by no means am I satisfied with where I am now, but um, I think that I went to my father to ask for something. And in that interaction, uh, he didn't give me, I don't think he said no, but I don't think he gave me the answer that I wanted in that time. And I was bothered by it. And then I had to really sit my ass down and be like, why are you bothered by that, man? You don't need, he don't, that's not his thing man it's not for him to do this is your dream it's for you to go get that and i and i think that changed my movement 
from then it changed my movement, mm. changed my mentality, and then I realized that it started going downhill. I started getting downhill momentum once I stopped worrying about what others weren't doing or what other people, what I felt other people should be doing for me and started worrying yeah. about what I could do for my own and finding different ways to do yeah. it. The re I became more, you become yeah. more resourceful. Yeah. Your goals are not their goals. There you go. Yeah. So, Junior, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, man, I've been sitting here trying to think of something. I looked up a quote from a movie to, to try to really paraphrase what I was feeling. And then I think a life lesson that stuck with me uh, it didn't have to do with me directly, but it had to do with me. Uh, and just to kind of paint the story, uh, we at my grandmother's house, my mom, my aunt, they talking. And I'm just sitting at the table, I'm a kid, and just kind of listening to them talk about what it's like, you know, being a single mother and, and the hardships of trying to raise a boy, a young man. And I just remember finally tuning in when she was in tears. Because, like I said, if my mom or my aunts are crying, mm. I'm, I'm locked. I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. And so um, what got me was she was trying to explain what it's like being a woman teaching your son how to stand up and pee. Wow. And uh, I think right in that moment, the life lesson, not having a, a father at home, not having my older brother who was in the military at the time, you're away. So not having male role models, I had to start putting on big boy pants mentally before I even knew what that mm -hmm. meant. Yep. You know, and I think that's why my appreciation of my mother to this day is so grand because of that moment when I got to see a vulnerable moment for her and that lesson taught me more seeing my mother vulnerable taught me more than anything I've been through yeah you know and I think like I said when you ask your why and what motivates you and things like that the the, the acknowledgement or the smile that you put on your loved one's face Mm -hmm. You know, when they see that you've become the best you can be and, and who you are from their struggles and, and, and their yeah. hardships and whatnot, if they see you rise through that and they can smile through that, those success stories beat anything, any day. You know, it's priceless to me. And so I would say a life lesson um, would more so be just the, the, the woman that, you know, means more, you know, to me, you know, than anything. Mm -hmm. Just just watching her uh, survive. Yeah, yeah. I think that that taught me more. And, and, and getting older and having to understand it as I, I got older, I think that that's, that's my life lesson. And, and like great. I said, it may not have much to do with me more so, but I think that triggered me. And I think that that helped, that was my North Star in how I wanted to go about my life. So Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I love it. Good episode, fellows. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's great. yeah, man. Good episode. You guys have anything you want to end on? Happy New Year. Any New Year thoughts? Oh, man. What is it? Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Before we get out of here. Which I'm, I'm sure I ain't doing that. Right. I'm chilling with my lady at the house. <coughs> we ain't doing yeah, that. I think I think Amber and I might go to might go to dinner, you know, and, and have some dinner or something like that. But Yeah, make dinner. Um man. I just want, you know, I just want to have a good year. Good year next year. I mean, 
don't, I don't really have, uh, I don't really do resolutions or anything like that. Right. right? I, I try to be diligent in myself, and so if I think of a resolution, I'll, I'll implement that in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really, you know, the, the new year doesn't have to really, uh, uh, you know, mean that I start to make my life better at that Wait, point. you're not a quarterly time. guy? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm a, uh, I'm a, okay. If there's something that I can do that'll make my life better, why not start it now? Right. right. Um, so no um, time like yeah. now. No, I'm, I'm, I don't know. What I'm, you got, Double R? Um, tomorrow I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna, you know, do the, do the. I'm not a super, a superstitious person, but I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that I clean my whole space and yeah. I go in with a, a, a yeah. clean slate mm-hmm. as far as going into the new year with a clean slate there as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that. Um, I got some. I got a little, some food, some things that I got that I'm going to prepare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm laying low. I'm not really getting into it. I'm not going to get too active um, yeah. as far as that's concerned. Uh, sure. Man, this is, highly man, how many how many New Year's have we been on the clock working together? I this know, is, right? That's a, that, what a weird, concept. Right? Yeah. This is number yeah. two for me. I'm on a streak of not <laughs> That's true. That's right. This I forgot. Yeah, last year you said, you said I, I will not do it. I'm not fucking with it at <laughs> all, man. And, that, and that's a beautiful thing, too, as well. So, um, um, me? Oh, go ahead. No, go, please finish. I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm not really doing too much hanging with the lady and, yep. and, and keep it simple. Um, I had a question for you, real quick, uh-huh. uh, before we stop, or or we can even cut this off. But um, I was uh, something about like tonight's tonight's episode and everything kind of made me think of this. But um, mm-hmm. have you have you heard uh, the the poem by Chief Tecumseh? Um, Chief Keith. Chief Tecumseh, he wrote, he wrote a live your life poem. Yeah. And, uh, Run it, recite and, uh, it. So I was going to read it off real Please. quick. It's, uh, so live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Trouble no one about their religion, respect others in their view, and demand that they respect yours. Love your life, perfect your life, beautify all things in your life, seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. Prepare a noble death song for the day when you have to go over that great divide. Always give a word or sign of salute when meeting a pa- or passing a friend, even a stranger when in a lonely place. Show respect to all people. Bow to none. When you arise in the morning, give thanks for the food and for the joy of living. If you see no reason for giving thanks, then the fault lies only in yourself. Mm. Abuse no one and nothing, for abuse turns the wise ones to fools and robs the spirit of its vision. When it comes to your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with de- the fear of death, so that when their time comes, they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again. In a different way, sing your death song and die like the hero going home. I like that. Well said. Yeah, well, I think that's a great Mic place drop. to say, man. Happy New Year to everybody. Yep. Peace on earth, peace and prosperity. And thank yep. you so much. Love yep. everybody. Yeah. See you next week.